Good to see you all. There's, there's a good crowd out there. So, I was supposed to speak in January, but I got sick. So, some of you that were coming to the Wednesday nights and you heard about circles and stuff, some of this, a little bit of this might sound familiar. So, I'd like to say a little prayer first. Heavenly Father, I just ask you that, that you would speak through me and and Lord, the words that I say would be pleasing to you and be, would be true to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So Wednesday we were talking about, in, in I guess December we ended it up, about the three circles. And one of the circles was how to present the gospel. So what I'd like to do first is I want to read that, because I didn't memorize it, so if you bear with me. Uh, gospel is a Bible word that simply means good news. The good news is that God loves us. He loves us so much that when he sees us in our brokenness, he doesn't just leave us there. Instead, God sent his son Jesus to live a perfect life and die the death we deserve. Jesus died on a cross, was buried, and God raised him from the dead, proving that Jesus is who he says he is. The Bible says that when we repent and believe in Jesus, God does a miracle. He takes all of our sin and puts it on Jesus and takes all of Jesus' righteousness and gives it to us. Now we are in the right standing with God and he helps us recover and pursue his design for our lives. And the reason I read that is, and I'm sure this has happened to many of you when you're sharing the gospel, and you get to the part where it says Jesus lived a perfect life, that some people say, well, yeah, he didn't sin because he was, he was the son of God. The, so what I want to talk about today is that Jesus was truly human when he was on this earth, but at the same time, he was truly divine. And there's many passages in the Bible that... Oops, sorry, that you can refer to. Uh, what I want to talk about, and I'm not going to read all the verses, but it's Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, which is the conception and the birth of Jesus. Chapter, or verse 18 says, She, Mary, was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Chapter, or verse 20 says, An angel tells Joseph, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you, Mary, your wife, for which she is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Verse 21, and she will bring forth a son. 23, behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son. Now, what we have to remember is Jesus came into this world just as, just as we all did. He was born, he had a mother, and she bore him. Now, the difference is she was a virgin, and it was a, um, a uh, lost my train of thought here, it was a divine, it was a divine birth. Um, so what I want to talk about is that both, while Jesus was on the earth, he was human and he was divine. And he was truly human, and I've got scripture um, that says that. He was born of a virgin. Uh, Philippians 2, verses 5 through 8 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, 
who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Jesus loved us so much that he stepped down from heaven to become a man and to suffer and die for our sins. He grew, just like any child grows. Luke 2, um, verse 40 and 52. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature in favor with God and men. So, so Jesus, when he was on the earth, he, he grew as a child. He, he had all the character. I mean, he, he was... He was as human as we are, uh, and we'll get to the differences later on. Uh, he was tempted, just like we're tempted. The big thing is he didn't succumb to those temptations. Uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And, and verses 3 through 11 talks about those temptations, such as when Jesus was hungry, the devil said, we'll change those rocks into bread. Um, also, the devil said, throw yourself down from the pinnacle of the temple. And that's when he said, and the angels will save you. And this is the, the one that I thought, and I still think it's, 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 it's quite funny. Um, the devil says, if you, if you bow down to me, I'll give you all these kingdoms that I'm showing you. Well, how can he give something to someone that's already got it? And I always thought that was funny, where, where the devil would say, I'll give this all to you. And the devil knew he had it already. Um, Jesus got tired. John 4, 6. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary from his journey, sat thus by the well. He got tired, just like we do. He got thirsty, and I'm, I'm, I'm leading up to something in this. He got thirsty, John 19, 28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, he said, I thirst. He got hungry, Matthew 4, 2. And when he fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward, he was hungry. He got physically weak, Matthew 4, 11. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came to minister to him. That was during the, the temptations. That was during the, uh, when, the, when the devil was tempting him. And after, after that was finished, the angels came and ministered to him because he was exhausted. Uh, he got angry, just like we do. Matthew 21, 12. Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove all those who bought and sold in the temple, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those, and the seats of those who sold doves. And I'm sure he was very angry. Uh, just the description of the Bible, you can picture that it said he made a whip. I think it said he made a whip. And he just went in and uh, was just cleaning house. Um, 
everyone in his hometown recognized him as Mary and Joseph's boy. Uh, Matthew 13, 55 and 56. Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James? Is it Jose or Josie? J-O-S-E. I could never pronounce that. Anyway, one of, his, one of his brothers, Simon and Judas, and his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? Well, he got them from the Holy Spirit. But they recognized him as, as Mary and Joseph's son. They didn't, they didn't recognize him as, as God the Son. Uh, he suffered, just like we suffer. Matthew 16, 21, from the time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. Matthew 26, 36 to 39. And this is Jesus suffering in the garden. And I just can't imagine the pain and agony that he was going through. It says, then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, sit here while I go pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed saying, oh my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And that was the human side of him. He knew the suffering he had to go through. He didn't want to do it. And it even states in there, he says, if it's possible, let this pass from me. But he knew he had to do it. And just think where we would be if he didn't do it. And he did something that we're all going to do. He died. Luke 23, 46. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. But for us, he rose again. Now that's something that we can't do right now. But if we know Christ as our Lord and Savior, we will be raised from the dead again. Um, and I'm going to read this from a, uh, this is a quote. Although he was something, he made himself nothing, so that the price he paid on the cross would mean everything. The very nature of God becoming human can give us extraordinary amount of hope, no matter what we're going through, how bad it is, and we know Jesus, there is hope, it's going to get better, may not get better here on earth, but it will get better. It'll get better when we're called home. Now, the divinity um, of Jesus, and this is something, I don't know if all Christians or, or if everybody's like I am, but my little pea brain isn't big enough to wrap itself around the Trinity. You have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So even when Jesus was on this earth, he was still God. So he could have at any moment stopped everything that he was doing 
but he didn't. He went through all of the human emotions that we have so we could be here and you is you know for for whatever whatever it's worth you all could be sitting there and I could be standing up here um, and John 1 verses 1 and 14 verse 1 says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and 14 says and the word became flesh dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So going back to that original statement that I made when I was reading the gospel where it said, lived a perfect life. Yes, he did. But he had all of the emotions that we had. He had uh, free will. He had choices. And I'm thankful that he made all the right choices so we could be here. And when somebody says to you, well, yeah, he didn't sin because he was God. Well, yes, he was God, but he was fully human too. And I think the reason is that is, is I just wrote down here, why did he do it? I think it's because he knew how we were going to be. He knew that we needed someone that we could say, you know, when, when we're going through a specific hard time, that Jesus went through that same thing. There's probably nothing that we do except the sin that's in our lives that Jesus didn't experience. He never experienced sin. So if we're having trouble with uh, anger, you know, uh, he's, he, we can always look back to him and say, yeah, he, he went through the same thing. So we have somebody to look, look up to and look forward to that, that if, you know, we, we are definitely not going to be like Jesus was, but we can say that while he was on earth, he was a human being, just like we were, going through the same emotions and the same, uh, the hopes and dreams and doubts that we have, um, but he lived a sinless life. So, and I think that's, that was, to me, that was one of the purposes, um, not only for, for Jesus to be on earth to take all the sins away for us, but to give us an example, someone that we can look at when we're going through hard times, and we can say, well, Jesus went through that hard time while he was on earth. And he prayed to the Father, and he prayed about it, and he got through it. And I think for me, it's uh, for me, it's comforting to know that I'm not the only one that that Jesus felt the same thing I did. And with that, uh, it's a little early.